Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm going to be doing another mini podcast review. This one's going to be for another video game. It will be for Horizon Zero Dawn, the uh, PlayStation exclusive that came out earlier in March this year. Or, in fact, March March 2017. I don't know exactly when I'm going to put this out. It was developed by Guerrilla Games. They are... Uh, I'm not sure if they're a new developer for PlayStation, but I hadn't heard of them. I hadn't heard their name much before this game, so I don't know if they're new or if they've worked on things before that I've just not heard of or if I've just not seen their name much before um, but they made Horizon Zero Dawn the PlayStation 4 exclusive uh, in March 2017 uh, at current date so it's the 16th of November when I'm recording this uh, of 2017 it's been it's actually been nominated for a Game of the Year award at the official uh, Game of the Year awards that Jeff Keighley hosts 
uh, every year in December. So that's a pretty big achievement to start off with, uh, and a pretty good way to, I think, start this review is to mention that this isn't just a fantastic game, this is actually recognising in, in the industry. Not many people didn't like it. I've heard a couple of people say the first few hours are a bit bit odd and a bit slow, which I could, I could get behind. Uh, but it really develops into something fantastic. The gameplay is incredible. Um, this is... Um, if Uncharted 4 is going to not 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 die off at all but if it's going to maybe go a bit quieter and have some of these other spin-off games again they could be very successful the the uncharted spin-off games that are apparently planned but if it does kind of slow down a little bit i do think that um horizon zero dawn i know it's set in a different sort of time period and you have robot monsters and stuff robot monsters sorry robot dinosaurs uh in this game so it's a bit of a different theme but in terms of the gameplay and the genre this could really be PlayStations and Gorillas themselves. Uh, it could really be their next uh, Tomb Raider or Uncharted type of game because it's really got that gameplay to it. Now the climbing and the um, traversal, tra traversal, sorry, in this game um, is a little bit different. Although it's still you're still climbing up mountains and you're still running around. Um, in this game, you can also take control of uh, some of the robots and you can use them as as sort of like your horse type thing um you, you have to unlock you have to basically unlock this tool that you you put inside uh you sort of you sort of jab it with this uh tool that you get and it overrides the machine because of course they're 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 all sort of ai controlled it overrides the machines to make it friendly towards you and then you can basically like ride on it you can use it as like a, a horse or your, your way around the map uh the game had, the game did have fast travel if i if i remember correctly uh, so it's another one of those um, cover shooters games that I, re I really like these types of games you've got your skill tree so you can you can dictate the way that you upgrade and progress in this game um, so you unlock things that are tailored tailored to the way that you play so if uh, if for example you're much more of a stealth person you can go more that route and uh, unlock some of those stuff un unlock some of that stuff in the skill tree Um the gameplay itself, its bow and arrow uh, is very, very good. They've been a very different weapon to use in games recently. Um, so two examples is like the bow and arrows in Tomb Raider. They're basically used... Um, they're a little bit more machine gun type. The bow and arrows in uh, the, the Tomb Raider reboots. They, you still have to pull the bow, the, the arrow back. Uh, I suppose the bow string. But you, 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 do, you do still have to do that. But it's the case of, um, like recently in like Assassin's Creed, uh, you have to really pull it back and like charge some of these bows up. Um, and in this game, as well as in uh, some other games, you have different types of bow and arrows as well. Uh, you can have ones that, that do lots of different things, like um, there's this sort of tripwire uh, mechanic type thing that, that, that you can use and basically you shoot you shoot the bow at the start point that you want you get a piece of string and then you essentially shoot that to, to the other end that you want so basically you shoot both ends to where you want your uh, sort of zip your sort of uh, trip wire to go and you can like lead you can lead some of these dinosaurs to go into them uh, they're all affected by it some not quite as much you know like some of the the smaller um, 
some some of the smaller like dinosaur robots will trip up and they'll really have a bad time with it. Some of the others will just charge straight through, but they will still have an electric uh, shock to it. But it's the case of you, know, you have to manage that as well as you as you go through the game and through your adventure and stuff. Um, and there's there's of course there's of course the normal bows and arrows. You know, just your your uh, all well, your basic arrows, and then you've got of course fire arrows because fire arrows are um, they're such a basic but such a different effect for a bow and arrow to have because you literally just light. Um, I mean, I don't know how difficult it is, of course, but you essentially just um, put the arrow that you're using on fire and shoot it at something. Uh, and then, of course, um, you know, in in the three games that I've mentioned, Assassin's Creed, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Tomb Raider, they all have fire arrow, fire arrows and stuff. Um, and it's they they can be surprisingly effective for such a simple weapon. Um, and of course, in some games, uh, including this as well, you can if there's a particular piece of uh, grass or a particular flammable object, you could shoot that, shoot it into that, and make it worse. And you could really do some some damage to enemies. So this game uses that kind of stuff as well. Um, I do prefer um, again going off comparisons. I do prefer the way you get bows and arrows in this as opposed to Assassin's Creed because uh, or Assassin's Creed Origins because in this you essentially get parts off of the robots and some of the um, like trees and stuff to, to get some branches and things and you can craft your arrows just on the go so if you're on your way to your next mission you can just craft your arrows a, as you're on your way. Um, and that that makes it so much easier but when in assassin's creed and i'm comparing these games because they have very similar elements um in assassin's creed you have to go to your blacksmith or you have to get them back off your enemies which um arrow retrieval is has always has mostly been a thing in games but it's not always has been as good as it could be uh granted with a lot of arrows you're not going to get them back you know you, you might shoot an arrow into an enemy but it might break if it's in if the arrow is in them so of course that arrow can't really be shot again um so i do find that with, with some different games as well uh, i can't quite remember the arrow retrieval system in this game but i do remember i just remember it being so much easier to get them in the game now in Horizon Zero Dawn, if it was a case of you had to go to somebody or retrieve your arrows every time you wanted them, um, that would have made the game so much more difficult. But uh, in in of course Assassin's Creed and stuff, um, and in, in Tomb Raider, you do have other weapons. Like in in Tomb Raider, you have your guns and your machine guns and stuff. You don't even have to use the the bow and arrow unless it's maybe for the uh, pulling things down in Tomb Raider. Uh, but with Assassin's Creed, of course, you've got your melee weapons as well, and you can you can do other sorts of different things. But in Horizon Zero Dawn, I felt like they really had to make it a bit easier for for the arrow system to sort of make it so that like you could get your arrows back basically, because you're going to use a ton of arrows in this game, and you don't want to have to go to a specific character each time you're out of arrows, because it's going to be at the end of every fight basically, unless you've really upgraded stuff. Uh, but this really is a game that um, is in the genre that I've grown to love uh, over, over the past couple of years. Just your, let's call it your open world skill tree cover shooter, whether it be guns or bows and arrows or what have you. 
It's your open world skill tree cover shooter exploration. I put a lot of genres in there. <laughs> it's all those kind of genres mixed into once. It mi mixed into one, sorry. And uh, I I just find that they're they're great. But the thing that you really need behind all that stuff is great characters and stories that you actually care about. The journey as you're going through all this, all these developments, like with your skill tree and upgrading your weapons and all that kind of stuff, you need a you need a set of characters and um, a story to care about. And I liked Horizon Zero Dawn's story. I thought it was good. I thought it was really a setup for a bigger franchise, which is fine to do for a first game because um, you do need to, as well as build stuff up build stuff up and pay stuff off you do have to set new things up in your story all the time and i do feel like horizon zero dawn does that very well uh the characters is the i can't remember his name but um aloy has his father who's quite present in the story um and he he's quite a good character you do meet this uh you you get sent to like a young camp type thing because she goes on these like trials uh to basically get get entered into into this place and um so the main character that you play is she's called Aloy uh and she really is kind of a younger Tomb Raider I don't know how old she is exactly but um obviously Lara Croft is much older than Aloy um I would say that Lara's in her like 30s to 40s maybe a little bit older and Aloy is clearly in her like late 20s maybe like 26 or something um but anyways, in terms of longevity, there really is quite a bit they could they could do with this, and um, I think they they definitely intend to do so. Uh, you could probably see a comic come away from this if there's not already been one. Um, maybe uh, a TV series, because let's face it, TV series are the future for video game adaptions uh, and not films, because there hasn't been many successful ones. Um, I'm actually going to do something coming up. Um, I'm actually going to do something that's going to come out soon discussing how and why uh, TV is better adapt a better thing to use to adapt uh, video games into um, as opposed to films. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, things to say with that. Uh, but just to conclude, this is a fantastic game, um, even if it is still $60 in some places, which I don't think it would be, um, it's well worth your money, this is going to be a very long game for you, uh, of course there's side quests and all, all sorts of things, this is a massive open world game, um, I'm not going to go into a particular spoiler section, I didn't have any real, real spoiler thoughts, uh, I probably will with a second game though, because like I said, they really used this to, um, they really use this first game to set up the future franchise and stuff. Uh, but it's, it's a great game in terms of its story and things like that. Um, before I wrap up, I'm going to make one more comparison. I think this is quite a cool one. In uh, Assassin's Creed <laughs> uh, Origins and all the games in the past, you've had these uh, like uh, what watchtower kind of things. The, the, the things in Assassin's Creed where you, you have to climb up and you sit on the edge of, edge of this ledge. And... Um, uh, you, you use that to synchronize the area around you so you can see the, all the other stuff in this game they have like these I think they're actually I think they're actually called tall necks um, but they are basically uh, these like slowly walking uh, dinosaurs they're absolutely enormous and they're very very tall uh, as you can tell by the name um, and with this is a case of like you have from what I remember with certain ones you can't like climb up it from the bottom you have to like climb up this mountain bit 
uh, and like wait for it to come around or chase it around the other side and there was a specific part of of the rock that you climb up that you jump onto in order to climb up to the top of them and then you know do your synchronized thing uh, and I thought that, that was quite that was quite a cool idea it's a little bit different in terms of like the timing and having to sort of chase it a bit and stuff but once you get on the tall neck it's, qu- it's quite uh, fun to sort of climb and stuff um, and then you can you know, stay on it after and observe the view and things uh, so that's my review for Horizons of Dawn. I hope you guys enjoy these sort of mini podcasts. I like doing them. I've done two already today. This is the second one, um, and I, I can do quite a few of them in in a short amount of time. And they're basically so that instead of you guys reading paragraphs of stuff, which you guys might like to do, I mean, there's a lot of successful uh, written review type people um, out there, but. Uh, if you're if you're having a busy day and you're on, you're on your way and you're out and about and stuff, you can just listen to these on the go as opposed to trying to find the time to read them. Uh, and that's kind of the idea as well. Plus, I like doing them and I find them a bit easier myself. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy them as well. Uh, any feedback about these would be appreciated. Anything you guys think I should do differently or anything like that. Uh, feedback is always appreciated, of course, through Facebook, email, Twitter, where, whatever you, you guys prefer to use is, is entirely fine. Uh, I'm going to give this game a solid, I'm going to give it a 9.5, it could have maybe done with a little bit of going through the game story, but like I said, this was really used as more of a setup. otherwise I think I would have given it a 10, but 9.5 is an incredibly high score, so I don't think there's any complaints there as such, uh, it's just I didn't feel quite like during the game there was that much real good story, there was like one sort of major plot, um, and it did pay off sort of uh but i feel like again i feel like this is set up for future games as well so take that as you will but thank you always for listening entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find us twitter facebook email all of that stuff is in your description whether it's on itunes or the website itself so please go ahead and check that out Uh, but until next time thank you for listening and i'll see you on the next piece of content goodbye